Hey, it's Jay from Pacific Northwest Sports. Hope you enjoy the newest podcast. If you ever want a wall like mine, please check out Green Gridiron. They're an amazing company capable of making any of the helmets you see or any helmet you can imagine. Their link is below, and the QR code is right here. As always, you can check us out on any of our social medias. Enjoy! I am here with Chloe Hoover of University of Montana Western, cheerleader. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. So I'm really interested uh, in the college side uh, and also the high school side, but of cheerleading, kind of how that works. Um, You know, I'm not familiar with how the scholarships or any of that stuff works. So um, in the recruitment, of course, and committing there, would you just kind of take us on your trail of how you fell in love with cheerleading and where you are now? Yeah, so um, I started cheerleading my junior year of high school. And um, originally, I just did it because I'm not, I wasn't the best athlete throughout my years. But then my junior year, I really fell in love with the sport and I pushed myself to the limits. I did went to so many camps and um, my senior year, I set up a recruiting profile because at first I was just going to go to MSU and not pursue a college cheer after, after high school. And, um, one of a fellow athlete, uh, request recommended that I set up a recruiting profile. And as soon as I did that, coaches started contacting me from around the United States. And so I kind of fell in love with the idea of going to college and being a cheerleader. And um, so that was basically how I got into college cheer. And then it kind of just fell into place. You you mentioned that you set up a recruiting profile. Well, first I have to ask, did you use NCSA as like your profile to set up? Yep. Yes, I did. <laughs> it, was, I, it was an amazing uh, website, actually. I was just talking to someone um, a little bit earlier today. Uh, he committed to the University of uh, Whitworth, and uh, he was talking about how he was on NCSA too. And he was like, "Yeah, it gave me a good starting point." So it that's did. Interesting. They, that's really cool. The that web that recruiting website or whatever it is, it really helped um, give me like an idea of which schools to like look at. And your it shows you how much you match with them and everything. So it was a really good um, program for me. That's great. So I'm not too familiar with the interface of NCSA. Um, so I could be a little bit naive, but I believe like people put up like high like for football, they put up highlight tapes and kind of yep. give their staff and bio. Yep, we do that the you- same for cheerleading and volleyball and basketball. You just put up all your highlights. So my highlights would be like my stunting abilities. I'm a main base, so I lift everybody in the air, and um, I can do two-man stunts. And so I put that all on my recruitment profile. And people that are strong and um, are really good stunters usually get looked at a lot. And main bases and bases are needed in the cheer world, anyways. So it was really, really good for everybody there. So. That's me. So are you like going on huddle and like highlighting your like stunts and being like, that's a play right there. So um, we have like practices 
so I go to, I used to go to Ronan High School and we have a huge event center. We have an event center and a performing arts center and we practice in the performing arts center and there's um, a place where you can set up cameras. So if I wanted a stunt and I wanted my stunts on camera, I just set up a camera and I go stunt on the stage and then I just download them in high light. But um, one of my, uh, I guess he would be one of my friends. He, um, he goes to West, he's assigned with Western his senior year. And um, he was the one that told me to record all your stunts your senior year. Like, make sure you get all the highlights you can. But. Is he a fellow cheerleader as well? Yes. That's amazing. And so he went to Montana Western as well? Yes. Okay, so what made you, uh, you mentioned that you had colleges from all over reaching out to you. Um, and of course, like, re, you know, speaking to someone is a good first step, but, you know, finally being like, hey, we're we're going to help you out here. Here's a scholarship. Here's how this is going to work. What was like, what was that like for you and speaking to coaches and kind of figuring out like, here's where I want to go. This is what I'm looking for. Um, so originally I didn't even see Western. Western was in my blind side. They, they weren't in the picture. I was originally going to go to the Centenary College of Louisiana to cheer with them. Um, but I kind of figured, mm, I don't know. So then I got torn between Centenary and then Rocky Mountain College in Billings. And, um, I had started the process of going and trying out for them. And then I had posted my like senior, my senior cheer pictures on my Instagram and, um, the University of Montana Western cheer had, DM'd me and asked if I would like a private tryout. And so um, I decided why not give it a try. And um, my mom actually went to the University of Montana Western. So I thought that that was pretty cool. So I kind of got excited and um, I went down there. I fell in love with the campus. The coach is the sweetest person that I've ever met. The girls are very sweet. And um, I really liked everything about the campus and everything. And my tryout went really well. And so I signed with them like right after my tryout. I didn't even give the other colleges another look. Wow. So that was a pretty quick commitment. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> so do you have a little bit of a history of like a different sport? Because you have a fire behind you that if you didn't start playing sports till junior year, that's that's impressive. So um, my grandpa actually he he thought I was going to be a basketball star. So ever since I was like in like fourth grade, fourth through eighth grade, I played basketball, and that's all I did. And um, I don't know. I just I'm like five foot three. I'm not I'm not really the ball handler ever at all. And I just was like. Yeah, no, I'm not doing this in high school. Um, and then my freshman and sophomore year, I was in the student section and I've been known to be pretty bossy and I like this, to do the spirit squad thing and I was loud and someone was like, Chloe, you need to be a cheerleader. And I was like, what? No way. There is no way I'm doing that. And um, my best friend, Megan, she said, Chloe, I, we really need bases so we can start stunting. So our cheer program had went from being not able to stunt to 
last year we were at like a level five stunting we could do a lot of different cool tricks um but it was really exciting to see and i know my coaches were like so mind blown by the growth i had overcome from my junior year being like oh this is just like my side hobby to my senior year being like yeah sorry i can't hang out i'm going to go practice or something like that but yeah it was it's been of interesting journey and i really liked it so that's impressive so you definitely have that that sport background in terms of basketball being there and everything so you mentioned you guys were a level five stunt i'm not familiar with this and maybe some other people are too but can you kind of explain to me the differences of why you couldn't stunt and then level one through five and what comes with each so we had our, my freshman and sophomore year we had had a different coach and she just didn't want to um pursue the stunting license that you have to get because you the coaches have to go through a class because it is a dangerous it's dangerous to do um so my junior year we my coach got her my two coaches got their um stunting license and we started in our wrestling mat room and we started with these little tiny shoulder sits and regular little elevators. So just a, two bases, a back and a flyer, and it would just stop right here. And so um, my junior year, we got to maybe a level three. We could do like cradles and like pyramid kind of things. And then my um, senior year, the summer of my senior year, we went to a camp hosted by Kansas State and um they taught us how to do like the coolest things and so me and my stunt group so i've had the same stunt group since that summer for my entire senior year so by the time uh, by the time we got to the end of our season we were doing like full downs and uh this one stunt called a death drop so that it was they're just like they progress to where um to where your skill level is and so we progressed so much that we got to like the level five the like the end of what you could do in high school because mhsa prevents us from doing a lot of things So you talked about MHSA limiting what you guys can do and kind of how that progresses over here in Washington. And again, I'm not the best at knowing the sport of cheer, but I know there was some schools that did like cheer pep rally type things. Yeah. And then I also know there's like the legitimate sport of cheer. So yeah. the, the physical sport, is it individual as well as team-based or is it 100% team-based? Like everyone's got to be on the same page. The sport, it has to be everybody on the same page. So we do a little bit, we do the pep rally, we do the dances, we do the stunting. Um, we never, we were supposed to compete, but uh, the competition actually landed on our prom. So our coach decided not to take us. But uh, if you're not, if you're not working as a team in cheer, it's not going to work and at all the stunts will not stick at all. It's definitely a more team-based thing. And that's probably why I really like it. Cause I don't like being like 
all by myself. I don't like relying all on myself. I like to be able to help others. And I think that's kind of why I like being in a main base and everything. Um, there's a lot to a stunt group and everyone says being the bases are the hardest, but honestly, I think being the flyer is the hardest. I know we put our flyer through a lot. <laughs> so. Well, that's, that's impressive for sure. I think, golly, the sport itself is amazing. So what's the seasonality of this? Is it a, is it a year round thing where it's like, Hey, you know, this is we're cheering for the football team all the way through the baseball team. So it's, you know, summer through spring or, and what's the competitive season like? So our high school. So um, all that we did was we would do a fall season for football and volleyball. And then we'd take a break and then we'd do wrestling and basketball. And then the spring we have kind of open gyms until there's a competition in Lewistown that high schoolers can go to. And um, that's, what we would do is in the spring, we'd do that. We just have a competition team because you can only take a certain amount. Um, but yeah, so for the most part, it's not like a year round thing. Like we don't, but in another note, it is a year round thing if you're on the competition team. That's amazing. So what's the competition? How many, how many players are on this team? Is it kind of like another sport where like you have bench players where it's like, hey, if someone gets hurt, you're coming in right now. You're warming that bench for us. Um. So for like before, so we were playing our competition team. We planned it before and we started practicing and then we found out our prom was on the same day. So we didn't end up going. But for our competition team, um, our coaches decided who was on the team by your abilities, your willingness to show up, your attitude and how you worked with others. Um. So we didn't we only took we were only going to take enough for uh three stunt groups so that's four eight twelve of us um and we don't really have bench players and if you get hurt it's pretty devastating um luckily our athletic trainer is very good and she always helped us out a lot so um we never really had a problem with injuries i think i was the most injury prone my senior year it was awful but yeah, anyway. So along those lines of injuries, what's that mental fatigue like day over day being like, I have a sore ankle or whatever it is and knowing you got to fight through it. So my um, injury, actually, I have really bad shin splints and my senior year, I was getting close to stress fracturing them. And so um, that I will tell you there were days that I just wanted to sit and cry and cry and give up but um I, my assistant coach her name was Stacy Fussell she is probably the most amazing encouraging lady I've ever met in my life she always helped me and always had me push through no matter how much pain I was in I remember one game I was cheering through our school song we have the longest school song probably in our valley and um, I went to do a high kick and I landed wrong and I could feel my shins just aching. Like it was like a shooting pain up my legs and she could tell that it hurt. And right after she, um, helped me as I was limping over to the, to the athletic trainer. And she was, she was so helpful. She just said, Chloe, you can do it. You're, you're so strong. You can push through it. 
these shin splints don't got you, you got them. And so she really helped me push through it. And that mental fatigue is, it is very powerful, but having a strong heart and the willingness, you can beat it anytime. That's good. So you're, you're committed to Montana Western and you're going to head up there when? Um, so I actually have family down there, so I'm leaving like four days earlier than I'm supposed to, but uh, I'm leaving August 20th and I'm really excited. Um, our preseason workouts started Monday, so I've been doing those like crazy. Is that, are you commuting down to go to the workouts or is it like, hey, go to your local gym, do this? Do they want you to Zoom record it and show it to them? <laughs> uh, no, she sends us, so we have like an Excel sheet and um, we have to learn the cheers, the dances, and we have to do our workouts every day. And so um, she has us a week, a uh, two-week plan for four weeks. Yep, two-week plan for four weeks. And um, we just do them. You can do them, like, anywhere. They're, like, you don't have to lift or anything. I do go to the gym a lot, but um, that's just a per personal preference. But the preseason workouts, they – I love them. They're great. <laughs> they really are going to get us ready to ready to go one of those situations where if you show up and you're like, yeah, I've been doing it. You're going to know immediately. Like, no, you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know that like, if you're going to, if someone showed up and they didn't do it, you're going to notice right away because they're going to be winded. You got to be, uh, have stamina to be a cheerleader. You're always doing something, whether it's dancing, cheering, uh, yelling for no reason <laughs> and stunting. It, you have to have like the best stamina ever to be a cheerleader. It's almost as hard as being a football player, I would say. No, I was just about <laughs> to say people focus so much on, I think all sports require a certain amount of stamina. Uh, yeah. And I think cheer, you just hit it when you said it's individual. Like you have to be able to keep yourself there, but rely on a team and the team aspect. Um, but you have to be able to be confident in yourself. So that that stamina, what's that like? I mean, football, the thing is, like, everyone works out and you run. Um, and the old adage was said to me, but I believe from, like, snap whistle to whistle, essentially, right? So, like, snap to the whistle. Out of that 60-minute game, there's only an actual ability of, like, I want to say like eight minutes of football actually being played. So mm -hmm. that's kind of crazy. So what's that like for you? So... A football game can last, let's, what, two, uh, two three hours maybe? Yeah. We are doing stuff that entire time. We don't uh, we don't get breaks. Like, the football players go in at halftime. We're out on the field at halftime doing, putting on a halftime show after we've just cheered and stunted on the sidelines. Um, that stamina – usually games give me an adrenaline rush, so I won't feel it till after, and then I'm like, holy crap, I am so tired. But um, having stamina and that kind of stamina is super important just because if you're out there and you're like, you can tell that you're winded and that the fans can tell that you just don't want to be there. You're so tired. It's not a good feeling. And it's not a good look for you either. So how do you build up that stamina? Because for football, for me, it was like, hey, get on the line. We're running. You'll, you'll <laughs> that's, either... that's exactly what we do. We run, we do full outs. We, um, I know my, and during high school, our coach would have us run at least a mile sometimes before every practice. Um, 
sidelines back and forth. It's just like being like a football player. You go run and run and run and it builds your stamina up. Uh, when we started doing transition stunts, we just kept on doing them and kept on doing them. Um, so that would build our stamina also. Okay, you mentioned running a mile before practice? Yes. So um, we we do mile run before practice to warm up. Um, cheerleaders' muscles need to be really warm for when we stretch. Uh, it's really, it's not, it's really not that bad if once you get started doing it. <laughs> but it sounds pretty bad. I know wrestlers always looked at us like, oh my goodness, why are you guys running? Or the basketball players like, your coaches make you run. Yes, we don't just sit around. <laughs> yeah, so that's crazy because uh, every sport I've ever played from from Little League through high school and being, you know, uh, football, basketball, lacrosse, wrestling, all these things – Running was a punishment. It wasn't a, hey, good practice. Go go take a lap, you know? I remember in lacrosse, we got told we could do, like, a stationary stretch, and I thought I won the lottery because I was like, oh, I don't – I can just touch my toes and I'm good. <laughs> so um, running was a punishment for us, too. You don't drop a stunt. You don't let your flyer hit the ground. And if you let the flyer hit the ground – then you're going to go run until the coach says you're not going to run anymore. Um, me personally, I've never dropped a stunt. I've never let my flyer hit the ground, which is very surprising because I've been doing it for two years. And um, there were some close calls, but as long as a base hits the ground before the flyer, our coach never said anything. Um, there was a couple times other stunt groups would drop a flyer and the whole team has to run. So we just sat there and ran and ran and ran and ran and ran until our coach thought we ran enough for dropping a flyer. Was Even the flyer the, running with you? So they yes, were getting punished. The, the flyer has to run with you. That's just not fair. The flyer gets hurt and the <laughs> to run as well. Yeah, I remember. So my stunt, my flyer, her name was Hannah. We just kind of passed her around because she was the best one we've had in a while. And um, they were trying to do like a flip down from a an assisted flip down and she hit the ground so hard in the mat room. Like you could hear her butt smack and we were all running for so long. It was so terrible. <laughs> and she had to run too, even though her butt hurt so bad. That's terrible. So you, <laughs> you mentioned you have a friend who's at Montana Western. Who's who, is he still there? Uh, yes, I don't know if he's – I think he's still going to cheer with us. I don't know. Um, he was having a little bit of trouble with something. But uh, I, what I what, – he was at my private tryout, so I believe he's cheering with us. But, yeah. That's great. So did your high school have male cheerleaders? And if it didn't, it did. Yes, we did. Okay, so – you just explained to me a base, which I believe are the people who are making sure the flyers who are flying in the air don't hit the ground. Yes. You also mentioned a back. What What's a back? So um, in a stunt group, you have your two bases and your back is the third base in the back. And usually it's 
it can be a guy. Mine was a guy. His name was Hayden. Um, his sister was one of the other bases, and then I was a base. Um, and having having a back helps um, take some weight off of the two front bases. And um, I I I can't back personally because usually it has to be a taller person, and I'm not that tall, so I've never really done it. I've done it a couple times, and I can tell you it's probably one of the hardest jobs. Okay, um, so you God. And uh, for the boys, we've had one, two, three. We had, I believe we had three boys last year. And they were amazing. I, I absolutely loved all of them. And um, I really hope they pursue it when they get out of high school. Because male cheerleaders, they can get so many good scholarships. And it's just amazing for them. So, I was just about to ask about that. Because I see... So I'm not, when I watch sports, right, I'm watching football or whatever it is, and I see the cheerleaders, and I understand they're on scholarship and they're doing something. But I've always seen, like, males be the base when they're throwing people in the air. And it's crazy because I swear they're, like, one guy throwing a girl with, like, one hand and then catching her. It's it's wild. But yeah. how does that how does that work, right? Like, if you if you don't have any any men in the cheerleading space, what does that become? Are you able to still do the same stunts and everything? It's just more support or what's that like? Um, so <laughs> so you can do the stunts any I can do the stunts any of the boys could do. I lift me and the other boy me and the boys and the uh, a couple other the girl bases we would lift with the boys just so we could get as strong as them so we could do it. You don't necessarily need them. They are nice to have because they are stronger, they are taller. Um but we can do just about as anything they can do. Um, I can put up a two-man seat just like the rest of them. I can do a two-man stand just like the rest of them. Um, it all kind of depends on how strong you are as a person, not really just because, oh, he can throw her because he's a boy. That's not really how it works. But, um, yeah, as long as you're strong, you can do basically anything. That is so interesting. The whole sport of cheer is just, it's a whole new world for me. Uh, and I've definitely enjoyed learning about it. So as someone who's done it now for a couple of years, what makes you love cheer? What what makes you go, I want to keep doing this day in and day out? The drive. Um, so definitely the drive. I absolutely love cheering in front of a crowd. Like, if people are watching, I'm going to look cute. I want people to look at our team and be like, oh, my gosh, that team has the best cheerleaders. They're all smiling. They all look good. Um, they're so hype. They are the best people I've ever seen. Um, I chose to pursue cheer in college because I just I have a passion for the sport. I don't want to quit yet. And. I think that's what drives me to keep going and why I chose Western to keep going for. Is there a third level for cheer? Like football, obviously, or basketball or whatever sport you think of. Uh, there's like another level, right? Like, hey, there's there's a pro aspect of this. Is there a pro aspect of cheerleading? Uh, yes, you can. So like there's like other. You can either go pro for like a pro football team or basketball team. You can go be one of those or you can go be a 
pro and like competitive cheer for like Navarro and stuff like that. I think I've seen Navarro. They they had a Netflix documentary, didn't they? Yep. Okay, so that's what made okay, so for cheer, going back a little bit, you said you want everyone to look beautiful and everything. When they're judging, are they literally looking at you like, yeah, you don't look good today. Dock a point. Um, I really do think that's what people do, because if you don't look good, then they're not gonna watch you. Uh. <laughs> Hold on, I'm so confused. But you're telling me you could have the like let's say you pull up in like sweats and a sweatshirt, you know, your your hair's not done, you didn't do any makeup, who cares? But you rock it, right? You get like a 10 out of 10. Every, everyone's doing perfectly, no stump people, no flyers got dropped, right? Everything was perfect. Appearance, Another school's appearance yeah. is a lot. Um, I know in like high school. Me, so I I was the captain last year, and so was another girl, and we always made sure we matched in everything. If our hair was in a low pony, then everyone else's hair was in a low pony. If um, our hair was in a high pony, that's what they were in. We wore the same uniforms. We tried to have everyone have the same exact shoes, and it's the same in college. So, um, I don't know. I personally like it that we do something that's like all the same. I like matching. I like looking professional. And I think that's part of the cheer world. You have to look, your appearance has to look good. It's just part of it. <laughs> that is so, that is so unique to cheer. I think because <laughs> I can't think of another sport where, yeah, you can show up and you like, there's literally a college football game. I can't remember who it was, but like, a couple of the players forgot their jerseys. Literally, like, the equipment staff didn't pack it. So the NCAA was like, oh, wear the teams you're playing away jersey, and you'll be fine. So they didn't even have matching jerseys. They played, and they won that game, too. I will find out what it was. But that they won that so, game. That's so crazy because I don't think I'd ever – I would probably go throw a fit if we didn't match. It just, it just doesn't look appealing to the eye. <laughs> it, that's what I'm trying to understand. So is it – it's literally like, hey, you didn't do mascara today. You did as well as everybody else, but you don't have mascara on. Dock the point, or that team's going to score better. Or is it literally just like appealing to the eyes, and so they see that, and they're like, it's oh, more, okay, and there's unity. It's more appealing to the eye. Like, oh, my gosh, I didn't put mascara on today, but I still match the rest of my team. My uniform is the same. My socks are the same. I still have the same colored lipstick and the same bow in my hair with the same hairstyle. Um, I mean, it's not like little things like, oh my gosh, you forgot to put your eyelashes on today. You are not. Nope. No way. No, it's not like that. It's just like, as long as you match the rest of your team. Okay. So if you don't do winged eyeliner on your way, that's okay this time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> No, that's good to know. That That is so interesting. I, I find that extremely impressive. So is that same kind of thing going to continue at Montana Western? Is that kind of a standard of all cheering programs where it's like, hey, we're, everyone's matching? Yes, it, I think it is. I know all of the the high schools that I've um, cheered, or the high school I cheer for, and then the high schools that I've like hung out with that at divisional tournaments and whatnot, um, they all match and I think I met one school that they just didn't care. They had different bows. 
different jer they wore jerseys for a game and they just had all different jerseys and different uniforms and that was not appealing to the eye so um i don't really think all the other high schools in the valley really do match so and i know the colleges definitely match <laughs> that is so interesting yeah wow okay well I promised you a quick interview, so I'm only going to ask you a couple more questions. They're ones we okay. ask everybody, okay? Yeah. All righty. The first one, you're at a gas station. You're about to go on like an eight-hour drive. What's your go-to snack and go-to drink? Go-to drink is probably a blueberry acai vitamin water, pom the blueberry pomegranate one. And my go-to snack is Cheez-Its. Okay. Uh, what type of cheeses? Are we getting like white cheddar, baked? What are we That's doing? That's the original ones. <laughs> okay. Keeping it classic. Now, as far as your drink, I've never heard of that. You can find that at a gas station? Yeah. They're they're in like a bottle of vitamin water. It's called a pomegranate blueberry acai vitamin water. They come, there's a really big one and then there's like a tinier one. It is, it's good. <laughs> Next time I'm at a gas station about to go on an eight hour drive, I'll look for that. <laughs> And then I will tell you, hey, this isn't it. Or this it, you're right. <laughs> Christ, you will love it. It's great. Alrighty. All right. Who's your favorite athlete of all time? It could be someone you looked up to in cheer. It could be a football, a baseball, a softball. Who's your favorite? Simone Biles. Ah. Yeah. Um, she's been an inspiration to me since I was a little kid. So definitely her. So you were following her since we were younger because I, I think a lot of, you know what? Let me rephrase that. Myself, personally, I had never heard of Simone Biles until she started winning gold medals. And I was like, whoa, and she's freaky good. No, when I was younger, I wanted to be a gymnast. And I kind of like heard about her through like a grapevine. And she, I then she made it into the Olympics. Then she started winning. And I don't know, she was just a big inspiration to little Chloe. So She's still Little there. Chloe's forever grateful. Yes. All righty. What's your favorite time of the year? I'd have to say the fall. I love football season. I love football. Like I could watch it on, I could watch reruns of football on TV and be totally happy about it. <laughs> yeah. I, my fiance and I, uh, every for, I mean, I guess it's really Saturday and Sunday, but Sunday especially, we just sit down and we're like, nothing. We're not doing anything. We are watching football. Yeah, so I really do love the fall. That's amazing. So what's your favorite sport team at the high school, college, and pro level, but you cannot pick anywhere you've participated or played for? Oh, goodness. So... Another high school team? Oh, I don't like any of the high school teams. This is terrible. <laughs> um, there is... Um, oh my goodness, this is so hard. I'm going to skip the high school one for now, and then I'll come back to it. The college team, besides the University of Montana Western, I really like Montana State. And um, pro level, I'm going to have to go with the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons, <laughs> huh? Yes. <laughs> what makes you like the Falcons? Um, 
this is going to sound very silly, but Troy Anderson went to Montana State and then he went to the Falcons. So I was like, oh, he's from Montana. And he went to he was um, went to Dillon High School. So there you go. No, that's a respectable answer for the wall. Yeah. Like yep. Oh, another high school team. That is so bad because I don't. We're rivals with like everybody we play against. Um, I'm gonna have to go say just because it was my favorite rival. Um, the Browning in running Indians. That was my favorite game to cheer at every year. So I'm going to have to go with them, even though they're definitely not my favorite, but they were my favorite to play against. So we're going to go with them. Okay. Are you a fan of country music? Yes. <laughs> okay. So Luke Combs, he has a song called Doing This. Mm -hmm. And at the very beginning, he has the prelude, right? And it says, someone asked me once in an interview, what was it growing up like? How'd you, where'd you go to school? And what would you do? if you weren't doing this. So what would Chloe be doing if she wasn't cheering? Um, I'd still be going to college and um, just, I'd probably not be going for physical therapy. I'd probably be going for pre-veterinarian or something like that. But would that if be I at Montana State? Uh, so if I didn't, wasn't going to cheer, I'd go to Montana State to be pre-vet, so. All right, pre-med, huh? Pre-vet. Oh, so, okay. Like, but um, when I decided to go to University of Montana Western, I decided I wanted to be an athletic trainer or a physical therapist. So that's what I'm pursuing while I'm there. <laughs>